This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh yeah, you made it to a Friday. Lori and Julia show. You know what Friday Lori and Julia shows mean? That means we got weekend picks. We got new music. We got the jukebox. We got birthdays. We got RIPs. We got it all. I'm looking at the sheet right now, and it is filled with a lot of pink highlighter. That means good things for the yeah, listeners Yeah, happy out Friday. There. I know. Happy Friday. And, yeah, you know, I know they say these things happen in three, but we another legend dies. It feels like they're happening in, like, ten. Maybe. Yeah. Christopher Plummer has passed away at the age of 91, joining... The icons, Cicely Tyson and Cloris Leachman, and he's passed away at 91, and uh, Variety's confirmed the news. He died at home with his wife of 53 years, his third wife, um, and he just has one daughter, the actress Amanda Plummer, who I mm-hmm. most remember from Pulp Fiction. Yes, you reminded but me that. he's, he's, been, he's, what a legendary career he has. And, and. And Rocco, we get to meet him. We do. Did you at yep. uh, Starkey thing? No, no, at the Sag Awards. Awards. Okay, because I think he was up. He was here for a Starkey thing. I think. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. He's been he a busy been. guy. I was it for when he replaced Kevin Spacey for all the money in the yes. world, and he was nominated. Yes. So that would have been like 2018 18. or something. And and he was also in that movie about the lovers. No, was he in the Tom Ford movie? About the lovers? I, I don't remember. know, but he was in Knives Out. Knives we Out, saw yep. Chris Evans posted something, but he was walking with either his granddaughter or niece, and we were at the end of the red carpet. Where we always are. And you said, Captain Von Trapp. Uh-oh. I did. And his granddaughter or niece, do you <laughs> remember did, which course. one it was? I, I can't remember. She kind of stopped, stopped and came back and, and she said, <laughs> don't. He doesn't don't. like being called that. Don't. But he did kind of joke around about it. Mm. He just had to accept that he was the handsome dad did, of all time. I think about. And then he kind of did come back and say he, hello. She he was got lovely. Him he was like, lovely. She, yeah, he was really. Um, we were in awe and he was so handsome and he was in he was like 80 you know seven eight eight, something like that and we were just we were like oh my god if no one else stops and talks to us we're gonna be so we're okay we just met christopher Plummer. i know when when the sound of music came out um he i I just how many times did we watch that i mean we even i still did a production several times over the last 15 years i mean always watch it 
And the soundtrack, though, I just remember sitting and listening to it over and over and over and over again. And the movie soundtrack featured classic songs like My Favorite Things, mm-hmm. Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Which was what, you know, Christopher Plummer sang so lovely. Mm-hmm. was And um, it spent, that soundtrack spent two weeks at number one in the U.S. and astounding 109 weeks, more than two years in the top ten. For a soundtrack, yeah. for a music soundtrack. So he he's something he's else. He's been in everything, and like you said, Lori, he want he worked. He wanted to die on the set. He wanted to work up until the very end. He loved what he did. He was a Canadian. Yeah, he I gave, always thought he was English for some reason. I know, I did too. Yes, from Canada. Canada. He he gave an interview about ten years ago, and he said, "I love my work. I love what I do, and I'm sorry." So many people don't like their job and can't wait to retire, which, of course, is death. So I'll never retire. I hope to drop dead on stage. And he was set to appear in this year's animated feature called Heroes of the Golden Mask. But um, he he um, he was famously quoted. He was Scrooge in The Man Who Invented Christmas, which was a big bomb in Mm -hmm. 2017. And he used to call the sound of music the sound of mucus. And he told after he was in Scrooge, the man who invented Christmas, he said, the worst movie, the more fun you have. If it's a great script and you're into it, you can make it better. When it's a bad script, you can have fun on the set and get nicely oiled at night. I love that. Nicely oiled. That's funny. That's funny. But Is that I a mean, Canadian term? Yeah, yeah, maybe. But um, oh, the thorn birds, I think, is when, oh. you know, we also looked at him in a whole nother light oh. in that. And I think he won an Emmy. He was nominated for sort of like uh, so many, so many things. He had seven Tony nominations. He won two. He got, was nominated for seven Emmys. He won two. His first and only Academy Award was in 2011 for Beginners, which I think is the movie yes, you were talking about. that's the about, one I'm talking about. Where, uh, and then he also became the oldest actor to receive an acting nomination in 2018 when he was nominated for Best Supporting and All the Money in the World when he took over and filmed everything Casey Kevin Spacey had done. Yes. Playing um, Jay Paul Getty. Jay Paul Getty. He filmed it in like five days. That's right. And so he was the oldest actor to be nominated. And um, anyway, oh, yeah. and it was so he good. He was just the hot, handsome dad. And though, Knives Out. If you guys haven't seen Knives Out, that'd be a really fun movie. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, it's you, so you great. Right. And he was in it. And um, Chris Evans said he just, they would sit at the piano between takes and play mm. together. And Julie Anders, of course, they've had this lifelong friendship from, right. um, you know, The Sound of Music and talked, you know, and they've had some uh, interviews that Rosie O'Donnell did one with both of them in the room. And Holly had- posted one of those, of an interview with he and Julie Andrews talking about The Sound of Music. And then she also posted his life in pictures because he, he started acting, you know. So beautiful. He was very, very ago. handsome. He's been in everything. He never stopped you know, that's the kind of career you love if you love to do it. And yeah. and he was able to do it. And really, that was such a casting shock with the J. Paul Getty movie, All the Money in the World, because Kevin Spacey is so much younger than Christopher Plummer was. And that right. they just, it was such a smart move. They flipped it and just said, you do it. I mean, yeah. that was a really wild, that's a 40-year age difference probably, 30 at least. 
30, uh, 30, 30 year, year age. age I think Kevin Spacey might be, you know, in his early 60s, but don't quote me. Yeah, and those, oh gosh, those, All the Money in the World, that is another good movie. Yes. Oh my God, remember how obsessed we were with that? Oh my God. I know, so totally. anyway, our... So R.I.P. Yeah. Christopher Plummer, and he was just, he was filming right now, like you said, he was doing some voiceover work, his, his character was Rizzo, it was Heroes of the Golden Mask. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um... That makes you kind of want to cry. I just think of him singing Edelweiss and just. And was, did he ever come around on it? Was I mean he did, he did. Like, he, reluctantly, you he, know, he, reluctantly he embraced he did. it. But he really, they said he was the consummate gentleman and just loved. He, he was like a Shakespearean trained actor, yeah. and he thought maybe Sound of Music was a bit of fluff. And of course, then you have such an endearing role, and you're always associated with it. And he was just one of these actor actors who didn't want to be identified. With any one role, and then here he is in this iconic, iconic, beloved movie. Right. Beloved. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when when he was at Starkey, one of my uh, colleagues at a different radio station, just like, to think that they met Captain Von Trapp, like, changed their life. Yeah, yeah, it's super exciting. So, anyway... uh, that's just we've just lost another legend. So let's oh, try and get through the get weekend. through the weekend. Um, and as the polar vortex greets the Midwest, today is Happy National Weather Person Day. So yes, it is. Ren Claire, Ken Barlos, Van, and Paul Douglas. Those there are the weather go. guys. All right, listen, we'll be right back with our story. We can't get enough of. It's Friday. I hope you get all your errands done and get your gas and everything because today's going to be the warm day. I, <laughs> warm. For like a I week. know. I thought about that. I thought. I didn't get gas. I did. I got gas. That is the worst when it's oh. so, so cold. You're just like, <laughs> I know. Okay. So I got a little scoop on the Super Bowl. Oh, you do? Straight out of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? So Go Big Red. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl ad scoop that I present you and Rocco and everybody else with okay. is that we will be seeing a commercial. That not only has Bruce Bruce Springsteen music, but Bruce the boss himself will be in said commercial. Really? Yes. Okay. He filmed Is- a Jeep commercial in mm-hmm. Hastings, Nebraska, and um, the Associated Press confirmed that a local sheriff said, "Yes, indeed, a film crew shot something on the Republican River Bridge south of Red Cloud." And hired a couple of off-duty sheriffs for security. And what song did Jeep uh, license for the commercial? Born to Run. Mm. Something from the album Nebraska. Yeah, oh, there you go. I da, don't know, da, Rocco. You're know, so but smart. That's, but that's a really. It's going to be a new song from the okay. Letter to You album. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. Bruce okay. wants because he didn't get a tour for that, and I think twenty million sounds good to me, and a few Jeeps for. The band. Okay. And this is what Lori is negotiating his contract. Yeah, because listen to this. There's no touring, and Bruce and the Bruce has a big nut with the E Street band. They are dependent on him. There's no touring for this album or anything. He wants to pay these guys not out of his own fortune. It's unusual that he's doing an ad. Very much so. Yes, I don't know that we've seen him in an ad ever and licensing his music. So this is exciting. It is kind of Uh exciting, you know? Yeah. And it's not selling out because Bruce, I like this idea. I'm fine with it. Uh, He And who knows, you know, he might be quietly giving 
five million dollars to Neva or National Independent Venue Association. Who knows what he's doing? But I'm glad he's selling that song. And Jeep is proud. I would like at twenty million dollars. Fifty yeah, seems like that would be too much. They'd want a Born to the Run for that. Mm-hmm. But twenty million for this. All right. So, okay. So that's, that's your speculation. That's, is twenty million. That's yeah. what she's that thinking. No, that's she's what I'm thinking. Lot, isn't it? No. Twenty million and a handful of Jeeps. You yeah. said. Oh, okay. the Jeeps are nothing. Okay. Twenty million that's, is that's a lot. Swag. I like how Lori's yeah. going big. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then you know he can just take care of everybody. But he and his private jet was there. Okay. He, so he was there. He mm-hmm. didn't just license a song. He's in the Jeep commercial. Got it. Just like a few years ago, remember, Rock Me Gently was part of the Jeep commercial. The guy was driving. Yes, it was. It was our song. It's our song. Out of the car. So why doesn't Miley, Kelly, Kelly should do it for Kelly Oakey. She's still doing depressing breakups. Yeah, yeah well, she we've is. We've got to give it, get her through the first year. Yeah, so I All just right. think it's going to be a letter from letters to you. And I mean, that was a modest success, but you know. Yep. I By the way, he wrote many poignant songs. I just feel like uh, it is from that album. That's what we're going to hear. Yeah. Okay. And we're also hearing, um, you know, from Pepsi, which is proudly presenting the Super Bowl halftime show with uh, The weekend. The Razzle Dazzle isn't going to be Ariana Grande, only The weekend. At least it's according to The weekend. To The weekend, so, He's the only performer this weekend is himself. He said, I wouldn't bet on it. There wasn't any room in the narrative, the story I'm telling in the performance. So, yeah, there's no special guest. Right, and it's going to be rated PG for families because some of his stuff, you know, he's been... Like the drunk driving song that he has out where he's all bloody and stuff. He doesn't want to do any of that. He said this is a family show. All it right. will be PG. And he said his favorite Super Bowl performance was Diana, Diana Ross because she left in a helicopter. That was pretty iconic. I think there's going to be something big like that happening. And this, He can't rip off Diana Ross. Only Miss Ross leaves well, the we'll Super see. Bowl when in a helicopter. No, like this in is the in the 80s? late, maybe early. 1991 is what I want to say. Uh, is it I even think, that late? I want to say 1991. 90, 91 was, wasn't 92 the terrible year that here? That was here, and then Michael Jackson was the was next 93. year. 93. Well, what's wrong I'm with it being it 1991? I don't know. I feel like it is an 80s All right. performance. Uh, it looks like 96. Oh, there. see, oh, you're so far off. I'm so far off. Right, Sun so, Devil Stadium in Tempe. Oh, gosh. So well, that was pretty, pretty epic, and we're also going to see in the and commercials. Bruce Springsteen, Nebraska. I saw that concert there. Oh, Rocco. you did? In Tempe? Uh-huh. Nice. I went to Arizona State for a year. Yeah. I know. You've, I lived there for like three days. such a bad album, but people said later on... Oh, I love that album, though. Oh, you did? Oh, I mean, gosh. no, I didn't. It was so different because it was so chill. Right. But, but it later on, there well, are we're some... We're going to notice notice this in your commercial watching on um, Sunday. A lot of ads will be outside. A lot of these commercials were filmed outside because... because of- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. COVID. Because of COVID. Yep. So it was, uh, you know. Well, I'm going to tell you one that's going to be inside. So Andrew, Andrew Zimmerman, our chef Andrew. Zimmern. 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 Has um, partnered with Contro, Quantro, the French liqueur that tastes kind of like orange. It's kind of like Grand Marnier. You use you it. You put it in fancy margaritas. You do. You put it in fancy margaritas. But um, it's called Love Letter. And his production agency um, company, Intuitive Content, did the ad for Quantro. And it's all, it's really um, to support the Independent Restaurant Coalition that Andrew started. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to air during the Super Bowl. And it Will has. It be outside in the forest. No, it's in a restaurant. Okay. But it has Justin Sutherland, the chef and owner of Handsome Hog. It has Ann Kim, the chef owner be- behind Young. Um, Joni or Yoni? Is it Joni? It's Joni. So that's going to be another one yeah. that you're going to see. I don't know if that uh, comes close to the Bruce Springsteen Super Bowl scoop. It does. It's good for It's a local angle. Is that what it is? It's a Are local Are you sick angle. of the Tom Brady thing? You know, Pat, that Patrick Mahomes, his, his girlfriend is due like any day. I know. I'm How not sick of Tom Brady. I'm not sick of this at all. Oh, I'm excited for the, the Super Bowl. The young gun versus the yeah. okay, ten-timer. Well, you know, GMA always has a kid correspondent, so we've just got a little... Well, we, have, okay. we only have 25 seconds till the wrap-up music Oh, here. shoot. We'll, well let's we'll listen to it after the, the commercial. On the other side, yeah. but they have a, a gal, I think she's 12, and she's Amaya, and they have a big contest to award the kid correspondent every year for the Super Bowl. Right. I like that GMA does it, but she was, you know, at the, the where Press. they trot out all the yep. people, and she got a little one-on-one time with... Um, Tom Brady, but I have to say, in the in Tom Brady looks like 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 he hasn't been eating. Like he's really been he on does. a strict what protein is that, diet. Lori? I mean, his cheeks look so. Julia, Giselle is making him eat some kind of a special football Super Bowl diet that she makes. Well, apparently, him follow. it works. No nightshades <laughs> allowed. Oh wait, we'll listen to Amaya talk to Tom Brady when we come back. We'll be. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Okay. I have a theory about why Amaya didn't do a one-on-one with Patrick Mahomes at the Super Bowl yesterday. Because that his his lady might have a baby at any moment. Oh, right. So he knows he has to be away for a few hours on Sunday. But I don't think he's being... I think he's... You know what I mean? Oh, so do you think he, he can get away pre-game to be with his wife? Like... Today, tomorrow. Yes. Well, I mean, whatever they're, whatever they might be doing. I don't know how they practice, if it's light practice or whatever. But yeah, I don't, maybe she's not even with them. Yeah, I wonder because it's. I want Super Bowl is kind of a big deal. I'm, the Super Bowl sure is a huge a, deal. I'm not sure right, but so away. is having a baby. I know. Well, she has to <laughs> yeah. understand it's the Super Bowl. I'm yeah, just well, kidding. I know. I'm so kidding, but the timing. The timing, the timing. is just unbelievably exciting. It really like, is. Like, what and if I'm they, sure they had a deal. 
dude, your career, this the baby's going to be fine. You're going to come back right after the Super Bowl, you know. Or, you know, he's got, maybe he's moved, they've made plans to have the Move birth the in Tampa. There, right. Right? I don't know. He's got a lot of do-re-me. They right? probably have jets with hospital beds and sure. stuff. Sure. Well, he, here's the little kid correspondent, Amaya, having her little one-on-one with Tom Brady. She does not ask him the burning question, which is how did you and Giselle and Bridget Moynihan all get to be one happy family? Because if you remember... I'm going to say time. Yeah. If you remember, Rocco... Mm-hmm. He moved on so quickly that his just dumped girlfriend was only like two he or found three out months after pregnant. After he started dating Giselle, Giselle, that his just dumped girlfriend was pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's moving on quick. Very. Very. But, but I'm just saying, it's yep. moving on quickly. Right. <laughs> Very quickly, your new romance, and then you get the pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, Not everybody be... gets out of this. No, that's kind of interesting that they stayed. And, yeah. and she's the pregnant girlfriend eventually forgave him or whatever? Yes, okay. and now this is his like oldest son, I think, this kid. Gosh. I'm thinking of Tristan Thompson, you know? He had a pregnant girlfriend oh, yeah, he when did. he started dating. Yeah. Oh, wait, normally we say to our friends... And relatives. But he knew about Morning it. Tom signal. Brady started dating Giselle and didn't know that so, his ex-girlfriend was pregnant. But Tristan Thompson's ex-girlfriend was like so seven or eight Tom months pregnant. Says, oh, please, Lorraine. Yeah, I'm just saying, Julia, he might have fudged the timeline. People have breakup, makeup sex. You're tr- that's true. Yeah. That's so true. I'm just saying, you know, he knows that he, you know... Anyway, I'm just saying awkward conversation, mm-hmm. but Tom is fast on his feet, his hands, and his mouth, obviously, because he did right. some fast talking, and Giselle, they've been together ever since. Yes, they have. All right, so here's Amaya talking to, to Brady. Hi, how are you? Good, nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you, too. So I'm 10 years old and around the same age as your kids. They've <laughs> cheered for you in almost every Super Bowl you've been in. Do you have any family traditions about the big game, and how will you celebrate if you win? Wow. So, how will I celebrate if I win? I'll be very—I'll be surrounded by my kids who are your age. So, <laughs> that's uh, the best part about winning is having the people uh, that have helped you get there and support you there with you to enjoy it. So, um, some of the best memories I've had in my life were being with my kids right after the Super Bowl and celebrating with them. So, I hope we have that experience on Sunday. It's going to be a really tough game. So. We're going to have to go earn it. But if, if we get the job done, it's that's exactly what I'll be doing. Aww. Wasn't she cute? She Darling. Cute. She's got the little kind of a Darling. lift going. Darling. And yeah, that was I mean, that would just be question. such a fun thing to do as a kid, you know, to interview like Tom Brady. I mean, last night in Jimmy Kimmel, he read mean tweets. Tre- oh, I saw that. Yeah. Mean tweets. People love him or hate him. Yeah. He's a winner. I mean, he wins football games. He is so good. He's so... um, My mom wants nothing to do to him. She wants that cutie pie. Patrick Patrick Mahomes to win. That's my mom's boyfriend. So she might have to arm wrestle my mom. Yeah, no, my mom is right there. (laughs) She's thinking he's so adorable. Could you see the booty and um, Jan Jan Mm -hmm. go at it? Yeah. 
Over kind of a puppy bowl. Oh no, it would be it, their version the of a bowl. puppy bowl. Yeah. Oh no, my mom is in love, and he's like saved her. My because... mom would take your mom because she would outweigh her by you know thirty pounds. I know my mom weighs nothing. nothing. She's weighs enough. She's a bird. So anyway, I she thought would that was take her because you just sit on her. Just sit <laughs> on her. If you're listening, oh my gosh! But mom is taking you know the online dance class. Yeah. I'm waiting for your mom and all her friends to be vaccinated Same. so your mom can Can't go wait. back to seeing her friends. Can't wait. And doing the grazing, a, a lot of grazing, little snacking that happens with people who are not as hungry when they get older. Yep. You know, happens at these social at things. At these social events. My cake, mom is a little... A little cheese yep. and cracker, a little dip. You know, and you'd always, like, if you're hosting book club, you make all the extra treats and everything. Study after study shows, after the age of 70, you want to have extra weight, yes. not less weight. It helps your health to it have does. a few extra LBs. Ex- oh, God, I'm all set. I'm just premature. <laughs> you're, but you know we're close to 70. <laughs> okay, did you watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake? I, I, we had our finale already. I did watch it. 12, it was the um, Icy Genshaw apology uh-huh. tour. And, um, you know, the thing I was thinking watching the show is about Jen Shaw, who she basically... In one season. Oh, alienated everyone. No, but she became an instant classic caricature in the whole Real Housewives canon of women. she did. Because she was outlandish, but yet in an earnest way. Yeah. Remember how much uh, probably racism snobbery she gets because she's a a black woman growing up in Salt Lake City in a Mormon Salt Lake City. Utah, white, 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 white. But she was give her a a situation and she will make it tense. So that was iconic right away. She rocked her shamelessness about her money, her boobs, her makeup, her sister. She was so shameless. We haven't seen, I mean, she really instant classic i kept thinking where is the money coming from i didn't understand where the money came from because she everything's versace yeah everything is that house and he's a coach for a football assistant coach oh so he's not even the head coach no where is that money julia maybe there's family money i was going crazy i'm like i want to know where the money comes from Old Tongan money. Yeah. Utah, where is he a football coach at? Utah. Utah. I don't know. What, I mean, there's I don't big know. money in college coaching. There is. There's yeah. millions, but but I mean, he's Utah. She's acting like bling empire. Rich. I mean, she. You wouldn't believe. And yeah. they drive. Yeah, I don't know. But what did you think? I mean, I loved the flashback. We've never seen the housewives do the flashback to the trip to Vegas. Oh. I thought that montage was hysterical. I loved. I loved. I liked these gals. Yeah. I really did. And, and it even kind of came together at the end because Jen was like really finally realized how her how awful she was. And but then also kind of, you know, admitted that she is prickly because she's been looked down on the entire time that she's been there. So she always sort of has her defenses. She feels up. like she's always had a chip on her shoulder. Yes, because of of who she is. And she's married to this guy who's black and she's in this Mormon place. Yep. And it's a very He's always like we finally kind of, yeah. you know, got that because you look at her and you're like, you know, she doesn't look like she's born and raised and grew up all her life in no. Utah, which she didn't. 
I don't know. I thought it was good. And Heather wore the 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 pink the dress, the pink tampon dress. This that dress was just tragic. But I love Heather. I actually she became do too. a favorite housewife uh, classic in her own way because she was so liked immediately because mm-hmm. she had game. I did as like a Heather. single woman, yeah. and she like told people. And how about Meredith showing up in her netting? Her face netting. Okay, that was hysterical. Was, I, it, I, I it was kinda, good. It and was I good. liked their fashions. And yes. I liked how over the top. They were more, I they had more game and fashion than New Jersey. And Mary finally came out yeah. of her closet. Because yeah. she did most of the last five weeks from her closet with her very crazy. I guess at the reunion, which starts next week. I can't wait. She fell asleep. <laughs> During the reunion. And Mary is... is she a narcoleptic, baby? Uh, no, but, you know, she was such a big part of the first couple episodes yeah. because of the smell of the hospital yes. argument. Rocco, this show was just... Rocco, this is an iconic housewife. It seems new. like it's a big... I mean, people didn't expect much out of the season, but it's kind of blown well, up, Well, it's right? brand new. It was a brand new housewife group, okay. and it was really pretty fun. Because... And they were all honest in their own ways about... Um, being affiliated and with part the of the Mormon church. church, which people have a fascination with, of what the LDS church is all about. Yep. I thought anyway, it- I liked it. I can't wait to to see the reunion. Lisa Barlow was supposed to be on Andy Cohen the other night, but she um, wasn't on the show after the she had a medical emergency. Yeah, she put nail glue in her eye. She thought it was <gasps> eye drops. Okay, she always seems so distracted to me. Well, Lisa, she seems like all business business. I feel bad for her husband. He seems like a like an assistant. I know it. I won't be surprised when those two break up. But anyway, I thought Jen Shaw finally did a pretty good job of apologizing. She said I was on the phone with my girlfriend. I literally went to put in my eye drops and it was nail glue. Can you imagine putting nail glue in your eye? That is an emergency. But this is, you know, she's always seems like she's preoccupied. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Always through yep. that whole show. She's half there with her husband, yep. half there with her kids. She's always thinking business. We've all known a friend like this who you only ever get their attention, even when you're together half time. It, yeah, I get it. Yep. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me. She put me Oh, but that would scare the crap yeah. out of me. And I'm very excited about Lisa Vanderpump's uh, overserved with Lisa Vanderpump because one of the things about Beverly Housewives that I loved was I loved Lisa's little dinner parties that she would yes. have. So I hope she calls and in everybody yeah. that she knows. And it's just a half hour. It's going to be on March 18th. They've already filmed most of these I episodes. I kind of like it. Yeah. I like that idea. All what's right. going to happen with her. And then tonight, uh, if you have XFX or starting tomorrow streaming on Hulu, the New York Times presents Framing Britney Spears. Oh, that's starting. Start That starts tonight. If you've got FX. All right. Listen, when we... Come back. We need to hear from Rocco. We gave him a TV watching right. assignment. Rocco, the name of the show? Uh, Fake Famous. Fake yes. Famous. That's yeah. right. And we're going to hear about that when we come back. Oh, Rocco, we <laughs> gave, we want a Rocco report. Yes. We asked him to watch a we TV did. show that we just learned about uh, on Monday about this documentary filmmaker about putting out a casting call and doing how do people become fake famous right what's involved so Rocco that's all we knew yeah now do you guys I mean you're on Instagram yeah I mean do you follow a lot of people do you follow 
celebrities, we, your yes, friends. We yes, follow, we follow our friends, all of our colleagues who work here. Right. Um, but we follow, we, I look at Leslie Jordan. I look yes. at Dumois. I have to see what Madonna's Madonna. up to. I okay. like to see Lisa Rinna. Yeah, I like, I like Leslie Marie Jordan. Yeah. But do you follow these people that are just kind of like, no. hey, look at me, I'm no. in Cabo drinking no. tequila. Mm-mm. Okay, because this is kind of what this whole show is about. It's about these people that make their life look super fabulous on Instagram. To, to be influencers to be, and get yeah. paid. Yes. And so this, uh, the producers of the show, they had a casting call. And they, they, you know, in L.A., everybody wants to be famous. So it wasn't right. hard to get people. So they and then they out of the casting call, they picked three people. And they were like, um, there's a, a, a woman um actor right yeah she's kind of an actor then there's a man um he's an african-american man that's kind of into fashion is that chris bailey i'm not sure what his name okay. is to be honest. and then they picked um a gay white man f- transplanted from like atlanta he's like a i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A real estate assistant that sort of just wants to be famous. He right. doesn't really okay. have a talent. Well, look at all those selling Sunset right. people. Right. right, right, right. And so they basically make, they jazzed him up. You know, took fancy pictures of them, made it look like they were someplace fabulous. And then they bought them a lot of likes and comments. And bots. Yes. And so that's kind of the point of the show is that you can buy all these bots to not only be your followers, but make fake comments and make fake likes and stuff. And so basically the three of them each sort of have a journey of where these this fake influencer Instagram sort of life takes them. And I, you know, I don't want to give it give away. Give it away, right? But, you Did know, you like it? It was all right. I mean, I, I guess I learned, I learned some stuff, right? You know, and then I think about right at the end when they were about to have like this kind of fabulous ending. That's when the pandemic hit, and they sort of had to, you Wrap know, it and, up. And, they're, oh. and they're like, and here's how it ends. You know, because it could be, you know, sometimes when you're looking, like there was that report about how kids fully expect to be famous. Like fifty oh, percent right. of kids expect to be famous. Oh, right. It's just like weird. It was so that came out in like the mid aughts, like yeah. two thousand six or seven. We're like, what? And because we never had that. It, but I mean, the it was, thing, the thing is, is that even even in the most Think of any story of anyone who becomes famous. We're at some point along their journey. They'll talk about that. There's almost this Faustian pact that you have to make because you lose that your comes with fame and whatever your anonymity. Level. Something, yes. yes, all kinds of I things. Think yes. Some of that comes up in this show. Anyways, you know, as far yeah. as like an HBO, it wasn't like you know. Sometimes you have high expectations yes. for an HBO doc, and I felt like it was okay. It was okay, but you know, I felt like I learned something about influencers and bots. What's it called again? Fake famous. Fake famous. Because it was kind of like, what was that? The social dilemma. Right. Yes. And I you think know. some of the reviews I read kind of compared it to that. Mm-hmm. They said it's not as depressing as that. But, right. Right. You know, there's a certain amount of like, wow, this is kind of. But this is something that's seriously so. I've talked to some and different just, parents. And I, in the last like two weeks, two different parents said, yeah, my daughter's doing this thing and making herself on Instagram. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's a career path. Almost. And it's something, it's been something to do. Sure. And it's also something where, like, I know I haven't watched this thing, but Rocco, you saw where the one, the girl who wants to be famous, like, they filmed her, like, supposedly getting a spa treatment at this fancy hotel, and then they tag. I mean, it's a very specific yeah. street strategy. It was a kiddie pool filled with rose petals, you know, for right. my One of the funnier ones, too. <laughs> so it wasn't uh, at a hotel no, at all? No, so, so you can fake everything. Yeah, you can wow. fake everything. And then, like, one other one that was pretty funny, they took a toilet seat. They bought a toilet seat, like, at Home Depot. Okay. And hung it up sort of against um, a picture of... Like a palm tree, or no, like I guess it would be clouds or something. Um, and then they made it seem like they were on a private jet <laughs> looking out the window. Oh, yeah, okay, of, yeah, funny. Of a toilet seat, and it looked Great. real. But, anyways, without giving too much away, okay. the woman has some success and she starts to get, you know, endorsements. Hey, right. wait, here's some free jewelry as long as you give us a mention. Hey, here's a free spa treatment as long as you give us a mention. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, it's pretty Why interesting. Why are you looking at me like I should do more? I'm like, Lori's looking at me. No, I but feel you like always sometimes get worried about our Instagram, like our follow, like you will sometimes, and you've, I've never known you to put social media pressure on yourself I or do. our show. I do. But you being on Instagram, I will just say, like, whereas on Twitter, we're just chill and snarky. Right. And it's okay. And having fun. Right. But somehow the pressure has anteed up in this time of pandemic for pictures. I blame Leslie Jordan and I I blame us a little bit in the beginning for doing so many fabulous videos. I do feel pressure to post on Instagram. Yeah, and don't. You just got to relax about it and we're going to post when it feels good and if you feel panic about it, we're going to pool our money and buy some bots. That just feels so... (laughs) I mean, that's the truth of it though. I mean, you guys started out when this was just a radio show. Hey, two friends talking on the radio. And And now we live in this world where you guys do need to be on that and you know, I'm not but saying you have you to, to do what feels right for you, yeah. right? And and the 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 outer eye of other people is is you know you have to be good at ignoring it. Yeah, and, you're and not at everybody that. is good at yeah. ignoring it, and kids particularly aren't. But it is if you watch the social, social dilemma, it is a di- it's so much fun when people like something that you do. It's exciting. You should do Instagram then. But you I'm just take saying, it over. I'm so that, game. That is, <laughs> that's where that's yeah. from, and I. That's why I liked making my videos. You know, yeah. You know, Lynette. You know, what was her name? Beltro and yes. my lady exercise. But uh, I'm too busy being part Donnie. To have my, <laughs> I um, just want to talk about being part Donnie today because that should be a new segment. Yeah, part because Donnie. my part Donnie calendar. Right. I I had to contact so many people yeah. that I've scheduled. For I their let books. him know that one book he told us about, and he Came said, in the mail oh, today. "Yeah," and that he was glad. Oh. And, and, and I have so many overlapping dates. I'm like sending back these things to these publishers. I'm sorry, someone just took that date. I'm sorry, this is a uh, yeah. yeah. Here's my favorite part, Donnie. Yeah, it part takes Donnie. three of us to make Donnie. Part oh. Donnie, yeah. Uh, but Hugh Grant had the best reaction to his Screen Actor Guild Great Award sight. nomination. Incredibly kind of my fellow actors to nominate me. What a lovely week. I must kill more often. Extremely pleased for Nicole. Richly deserved. Because he I also got it. a Golden Globe. Oh, I love it. I must kill more often. I love it. So you just and gave it away. I did not. <laughs> you I did, did too, because I haven't finished it. Ah, Julia. <laughs>